media and in the community so that we can speak to our people to warn them of all the bullshit and the lies that these this world got. You understand? Get you all trapped up. So first things first, I want to start by talking about 9-11. You understand? Yesterday was the was it the 17th, 17 year anniversary of Please, of two of September 11th, 2001, when America experienced what it had never experienced before, which was a terror attack that actually, if you know, came to fruition and took place and claimed the lives of over 3,000 Americans. People watched on TVs as the airplanes flew into the Twin Towers and they collapsed to the ground. We watched on the news as we were told that a, you understand, a, a plane flew into the Pentagon and we was told that another plane got shot down or got taken over by the, by the uh, hijacked by the people who was being hijacked on the plane and they killed the attackers and crashed the planes into the ground and off the heels of what happened in 9-11 America experienced a sense of unity and togetherness and a, you know it was a Patriot. collective patriotism. patriotism of you know that took place in America where everyone who called themselves an American and saluted the flag and said the Pledge of Allegiance in school coming up at that time during the attacks that happened on nine, on September 11th 2001 everybody felt kind of like yo shit is real out here you understand that people dying and people being murdered and blown up and killed and you know horrible horrific tragic things wasn't just something that happened across seas and places like you know Europe and places like Africa and places like uh, uh, you know the Arab countries but it was something that actually happened here in this place and and we watched on the news as the president gave an announcement and said you know we ain't going to stand for people attacking us in our home and we're going to fight terror and we're going to take down these bad guys and here we are 17 years later and America refuses to forget the way that it felt on September 11, 2001. America refuses to get to refuses to forget the day that it felt vulnerable, the day that it felt exposed, the day that it felt, you know, weakened because they were able to be touched by a foreign, you know, force. And so as America seeks to never forget 9-11 and never forget the day that those people died in those those twin towers and never forgets the bravery of all the soldiers that they sent overseas to fight in Iraq and fight in Afghanistan and die and give arms and legs and mental stability and all those things that were sacrificed as a result of what happened on 9-11, I want to urge blacks, Latinos, and Native Indians to take a page out of America's book and never forget the things that have happened to your nation in the past. If America's never going to forget 9-11, then we should never forget slavery. If America's never going to forget 9-11, we should never forget the years of lynching and rape and robbery that took place in our community. If America's never going to forget July 4th, 1776, when they fought for, for their independence, then we should never forget the Iran-Contra scandal when it was exposed that Ronald Reagan and the government was bringing crack cocaine 
into America and flooding it into the black communities. If America's never gonna forget about Pearl Harbor, then we should never forget about you know the, the, the heroin. We should never forget about the war on drugs being a war on blacks. You know what I'm saying? On a black man in our community. <coughs> if America's never gonna forget about the incident that happened that has happened in its past to bring its people together, we should never forget the things that have happened in our past that has caused us to be broken apart, that has caused us to, to suffer, you know, the things that America suffered on September 11th, 2001. If you go to the Angry Black Man Media channel, man, there was some videos that we put out a year ago on 9-11, and it's a message, it's a message, it says, uh, let me see, goddamn, the title of this video. Never forget a message to black America on 9-11 and black patriotism. A message to white America on 9-11. Now, I don't know, Ari, I said I play these videos or just had the people go check them out. Y'all go on the Angry Black Man Media channel, y'all can check them out now. you have anything you want to say about 9-11 or bring out about 9-11? Oh, I, something. I got nothing serious to say about it. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, that was the importance of 9-11 is for blacks. To see how America remembers the tragedies that happened to itself so that it can be strengthened and have a resolve to make sure that America keeps pushing forward and America never allows itself to fall weak or to fall victim to the things it fell victim to on 9-11. We need to take a page out of that book and never forget the things that has happened in our community to cause us to be broken. For you blacks, Latinos, and Native Indians in America in 2018, don't ever let anyone tell you that you shouldn't be upset or that you should be mad or that slavery was in the past or that you should, you know, it's a new America and we live in a post-racial society. All those things are bullshit. No nation on the planet Earth forgets its history or allows the things that has happened to it, whether it's good or bad, to be forgotten. The only way that a people can exist as a nation. The only way a people can be unified, the only way a common ground can be established amongst a group of people, a race of people, a nation of people, is if they take heed to the lessons of history. We have been told in America to forget about our history, to put slavery in the past, to start a new day, and it's a new generation. When we bring up slavery, white people say, well, you, you're not enslaved. I don't have any slaves, and you're, you don't have, uh, I'm not your master. You don't have any chains on your wrist. Just like America today has changed because of the events of 9-11, the black, Latino, and Native Indian community today is changed because of the events of the slave ship, changed because of the events of the Iran-Contra scandal, changed because of the events of the so-called war on drugs, changed because of the events of the three strikes law. Everything that has been done in America against our people has lasting effects, just like 9-11, 4th of July, Pearl Harbor. All those things have lasting effects. You understand? So we must never forget, man. That's it. I ain't got nothing else. Just never forget, goddammit. Remember everything. You understand? Having said that, can we please talk about the truth about 9-11? <laughs> I saw Donald Trump out in some field in the middle of goddamn Pittsburgh talking, giving some goddamn speech about bravery and, 
these people stood strong. Listen, man. There was no fucking plane that crashed in the middle of the fucking field in Pittsburgh on 9-11. There was no plane that crashed into the Pentagon on 9-11. It was a goddamn Scud missile that was shot from a motherfucking either a jet that flew overhead or was shot by a goddamn ship off the coast down there near Andrews Air Force Base. You understand? Them two planes that flew into the Twin Towers was not the two planes that they say got hijacked. Those were cargo planes, and the Twin Towers was brought down by a controlled demolition. Never in the history of the history of buildings has a building fallen because of an airplane hitting it. Well, you said you said it was a cargo plane. I never heard that one. Yes, there was not the planes, but it was cargo planes. So what happened to the planes that took off? They, they landed at other they landed at other bases, Air Force. Uh, they landed at other airports. People got removed off the planes, and then those planes went back in the air and disappeared. But the planes that flew into the Twin Towers was not those planes that had them people on it. Why they? Why? Why? Why different? What difference? Why couldn't they just use those two planes? Because they didn't want to actually kill no people, bro. So where are the people at now? They took them somewhere. They took fucking, them somewhere. They disappeared. They put them in the goddamn underground bunker somewhere. They oh, Area Fifty One. No, they ass. No, no. They took them and they did all types of weird ass experiments with them. You killed a bunch of people by Listen, the up. Right now, there's a show that's being advertised on NBC about a motherfucking plane that disappeared in the sky and then it lands and the people coming on like, hey, y'all, what's up? And the motherfucking everybody outside the plane, it's ambulances and shit. And the people coming off the plane like, man, what's up? What y'all doing? Why is all this commotion? And the fucking guy's like, your plane's been missing for five years. And all these people on the it's called manifest. Yeah. Fucking people on, on the plane is like, nigga, we just got off, we just got on the plane, we getting off. And the nigga like, y'all been missing okay, for five okay, years. Okay, okay. What I'm saying is, they killed a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Why did just kill them too? Cause it's, I don't know, bro. Something about the people <laughs> on them planes, they didn't want them to die, but they did not die in 9/11. 9/11 was a false flag. You understand? The government was behind 9-11 so that they could start a war in the Middle East so they can go get all the oil and get all the gold and get rid of Saddam Hussein and go attack Afghanistan. Uh, goddamn Osama bin Laden was a CIA operative during the Iraq, during the Afghanistan-Russian war. His real name was uh, Trey Burton or Tim Burton or some shit. It wasn't you understand? Tim Burton. Oz, no, it was like Osman Burton. Something he had American name. All that shit is a lie, man. The whole 9-11 was a hoax. It's all a goddamn fantasy created by the government. The shit never happened there. The buildings actually blew up. People died in New York City. But they the people, planned the it. The people who perpetrated it didn't do perpetrate it. Yes. The, the government, the was, government was behind it. It was a CIA operation. Just like the CIA. Listen, if you go back in history, every major... Uh, uh, attack that has existed in America or every incident that has started a world war was all planned by the the intelligence agencies that work for different governments. The Vietnam War, before the Vietnam War, before America got involved in Vietnam, there was something called the Gulf of Tonkin incident where the Vietnamese supposedly blew up a boat that held some Americans on it. After Vietnam, 10, 20 years later, they came back and said, Actually, that boat wasn't actually blown up. The Vietnamese had nothing to do with that. But at the time, that was the reason the government used to go to war. World War II, America got in World War II because of Pearl Harbor. America said it was a surprise attack that the Japanese came and blew up the base in Hawaii. What they don't tell you is that America was 
on, was was provoking the Japanese with tariffs and with fucking taxes and with cutting them off from receiving aid from all Western uh, hem- all Western Hemisphere countries. You understand? None of the South American countries, none of them Pacific countries, was able to send. Any aid, any goods, or anything to Japan. Japan sent many warnings to America. America, on purpose, ignored the warnings. They knew that the Japanese was going to attack Pearl Harbor. The government knew that they needed an excuse to rally the American people in order to support a war in uh, in to uh, support America getting involved in World War Two. Because after World War One, white people in America was not feeling that European go deaf, die in the trenches shit. They was like, listen, man, now Hitler going to take that shit over. Hitler going to do his thing. Leave America alone. Pearl Harbor was the excuse that they used to go over there and fight in World War II. If you, know, if you believe that the, that the story we always told about 9-11 is the true actual story about 9-11, then I want you to do two things. I want you to go read the 9-11 Commission report and tell me what happened to Building 7. Then I want you to watch a documentary called Loose Change, where they give you all loose change. L-O-O-S-E, change. Number two, go watch the documentary and then just tell me where is all of the plane parts at the Pentagon. Tell me where's all the giant plane parts in that field. And then tell me how can jet fuel melt building steel when the goddamn buildings in New York was raided for a thousand degrees higher temperatures than jet fuel burns. And jet fuel burns in about 30 minutes. You understand? All of the evidence that you need to let you know that this government is corrupt and that the white man is the devil that the Bible speaks of is out there for you to find. But if you want to just take what the government says, then that's on you. Now, having said that, regardless of who was behind 9-11, Biblical prophecy was fulfilled with America being attacked and biblical prophecy was fulfilled in that war that was started in the Middle East as a result of 9-11. You understand? So who was behind it? The details are irregardless to what the incident resulted in. You understand? Biblical prophecy was fulfilled in that attack on 9-11 and what it did to the psyche and the mind state of Americans, you understand? But for blacks, Latinos, and Native Indians, 17 years later, we still niggas, we still spicks, we still wetbacks. The so-called powers that be in this place still don't give a damn about us. And, you know, the people in charge in this place is still the devil. The oppressor of blacks, Latinos, and Native Indians is still the devil the Bible speaks of. And all the details surrounding what happened in September 11th lets you know that everything that we say is true when we say that he is the devil. The Bible speaks of when we say they the devil, the word devil comes from deceiver or liar. And no one is a bigger liar or a deceiver on the earth than the so-called white man. He is the devil that the Bible speaks of. So I got that off my chest. Another thing that, that, that I was a long, um, what's the word, skeptic when it came to the conspiracy about 9-11. Until I found out about the Building 7 thing. Because mm-hmm. that makes no sense to me at all. That yes. those planes were in the buildings, we all saw that, we all saw that happen. But then this other third building randomly just, just and this, this, blows up. This random third no building sense. housed the Securities Exchange Commission, mm-hmm. which was investigating a lot of the big corporations that was in the World Trade Centers 
that all got paid hand over fist with insurance money because the buildings blew up. Yeah, that, 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 that's what sold me in the whole yeah. thing. All the evidence for government cases against all these big, rich, white powers that be in America, all of it disappeared on 9-11. Okay. The whole slate got wiped clean. Nobody had to go to trial. Nobody had to get locked up. Then there was a war in the Middle East for them to go blow shit up, go kill motherfuckers. All types of people got paid with all the defense contracts. All the motherfuckers got paid. Halliburton got paid with all of the arc, uh, all of the damn contracts to go build buildings over there in the Middle East. And they was able to go over there and secure that opium. Just go look at the exports of opium in Afghanistan the two years before 2001 and the two years after 2001. If you go back, y'all remember the Taliban was big in the news before 9-11. The Taliban was a group of Afghanis that took over their country so that they could make sure that their country's resources was used to benefit the country. The Taliban took over Afghanistan, stopped the mass production and the exportation of opium because they had other goods that their country produced and they didn't want their country to just be a bunch of goddamn drug dealers. America wasn't having that shit. 9-11 happened. They went in there, blew everything up. And next thing you know, opium production shot up, skyrocketed to the roof, and everybody's getting high on dope. You understand? Nothing. There's a saying. It's a quote that I always remember when I was coming up. And I believe it was a Shakespeare quote. But it said, uh, the world's a stage. Let me see. The world's a stage. Who's the quote? William Shakespeare. In fifth, uh, William Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. His acts being seven ages at first. Okay, I don't know what all that seven ages shit. <laughs> but that, that is a very important quote in that a lot of the shit you see on TV and that you hear on the, in the news and in the media, a lot of that shit is... Programming. It's planned and plotted. It's a goddamn stage play being broadcast for you to see and for you to soak up. You understand? So a lot of things that happen in this world is not what they, you perceive them to be. And there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that if you just took a second and opened your eyes and studied things a little bit and didn't just take everything you hear from face value, you would be a lot better because of it. I think the most high in Christ for the ISUPK because the first thing that I learned coming into the ISUPK was don't believe what we telling you because we telling you. Go do some study and do some research. We didn't did the study. We did the research. When it comes to the Bible, when it comes to the identity of blacks, Latinos, and Native Indians, when it comes to the solutions to all the problems that we're facing in this world today, we did all the research. We did all the study. We here to teach and give the answers. If you are skeptic, then by all means, go do your research. By all means, if you don't believe what we say about the Bible, go get your Bible, go talk to your pastor, go to goddamn you know, Bible study school or, or a biblical college and learn everything you can learn and then come debate us. Come challenge us on what we teach and you're going to find every time, a thousand percent, we're right and you're wrong and you should take heed to what we're saying because we are the men of God. But if you skeptic, that's a good thing. It's good to be skeptical. It's good to be cautious. It's good to say, I hear what you're saying, but nah, that shit just don't sit right with me. But don't just be an ignorant person your whole life that turns a blind eye to what somebody's telling you. Somebody tell you something, do some research, do some investigation, check into it. 
You look into 9-11, man, quickly you're going to realize that everything we was taught about that was a bunch of BS, just like everything we've ever been taught about here in America. Just like everything we've ever learned about from the so-called white man or the oppressor in this place. Everything they've taught us, is, everything they have taught us is a lie. Everything they fed us is a lie. But don't take my word for it. Do some research. You know what I'm saying? That's it, Ari. I know that vexed you a little bit for me to go on that little 9-11 rant, but I had to get it off no, my chest know. and let the people know that all that shit is some bullshit. And it's funny to me because they keep they they still keeping the game up. It's like after 17 years, you would think that they would just, you know, I don't know, fucking raise a flag, blow some trumpets and shit. This motherfucker's still going okay, to okay, the goddamn okay, field. This, 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 is, this, is, um, this is the most... Uh, it's, it's always like this is the year I seen the most the less press. Gun. This is the most. This, this is the, the um, fewest amount of press I've seen Gun. since it happened. I know it's, it's very like few, dying down a little. Yeah, bit, very, right? very few posts about it. Very few newscasts. Gun. Very few news stories. Gun. It was very you know. Um, it was just routine. It wasn't. Yeah. A big, it was. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, kind so, of. Like, like anything. Like I'm sure they was talking about Pearl Harbor for a while Gun. after that happened, but. Gun. Eventually, new people was born. They new, new shit happened, and people kind of forget about it. Con, con, so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I just wanted to touch on that, man. It's just awesome. It was just it vexed me to see these motherfuckers still keeping it up, and it's like, like, okay, who doesn't know that they lying by now? Most people don't know. I don't even consider it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. All the world is stage. That's the theme for the night. Cause everything we about to talk about tonight. Is a bunch of bullshit. Did you see Donald oh, Trump right. acting like 9-11 was a holiday? No. What he, he do? <laughs> he did two things. One, he did a, a Twitter a, a tweet, and it yeah. said, 17 years since not since September 11th, with like 13 exclamation points behind it. And, and, it's, and you look at it, and it seemed like something good happened. Like, if you didn't know any better... You would think, you know, it was a celebration. Was a, yeah, something good happened on that day, like Independence or some some. <laughs> and then he got he went to the the thing he was talking about. He went to the memorial in uh, in Pennsylvania, and he get he get up to the crowd of people to to meet them. He say he be like yeah, like this with his hands. And he just so stupid. He just don't know how to. He don't know. Like he acting like it's a fucking. Uh, you know, yeah, it's celebration. New Year's celebration, celebration or Independence Day. Yeah, 9-11, yeah! I don't know. I know you was a young cat, man, but I remember, okay, I was in like high school when George Bush the first was the president. And I just knew like, okay, being a kid in school, you learn about the presidents yeah. and reading about the presidents. It's like being a president is like a major thing. It's like, oh, the president... Yeah, but then when Donald was I, I, okay, I don't remember the I don't remember the Bush senior being president. Bush, I, yeah, Junior. Bush, yeah, but I I do remember Bill Clinton a little bit, and all I remember about Bill Clinton is that he was cool. Yeah. Played the saxophone, <laughs> he got pussy, he skied on bras or dress. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I knew about Bill Clinton was cool. Yeah. But I I was I became like a young man when George Bush came in the second the Junior came in to be president. And he was the dumbest motherfucker, bro, ever, bro. I'm talking about what he say? interviews. He said, um, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me fool twice, twice, shame on me. No, no. Fool me a third time. No, he said. Fool me can't get fooled no, again. No, listen. He said, fool me once, shame on you. He said, fool, fool me twice. twice. Uh, fool me can't get fooled fool again. Fool me can't get fooled again. <laughs> fool me can't get fooled again. You ain't going to fool me no more. Bro. Stupid as I, I remember. I remember. I remember when he was president. 
And they was acting like that was the worst thing ever. It was the, listen, they was acting like that was the worst thing to ever happen to America. Dumbest mother. They was like, he's yeah. the devil. He's just Bruh. a villain and just the terriblest thing to ever happen to America. He was the dumbest person I ever seen. <laughs> they was acting like he bro. was stupid. No, was, he was he was dumb. Bro. Yeah, I, I remember at the time like, people felt about him. They okay, was he like, damn it was worse dumb than Trump. No, he wasn't. No, because he was. <laughs> he could he could at least. He get, like he like you know what his problem was he let his per, he let his personality come out too much, but at times yeah, he yeah. he did act presidential. Yeah, yeah. But he could put on a front. Yeah, he could put on a good front. Yeah. Trump ain't got no front. Trump is just outwardly just whatever he is on the inside. He gonna yeah, show it. He to gonna you. show it to you. So <laughs> that shit is ridiculous, man. But you know what I'm saying. <sighs> Fucking nine eleven. What's uh, so before nine eleven though? Over the weekend. I had a drink. I know you had a drink. <laughs> News came down. Me and my brothers were dabbing each other. Yeah, another one bites the dust. You another one bites the dust? Everybody talk about you know what I'm saying they say we, we racist and we full of hate. That ain't true. We got a lot of love, man. But our love is for all people, for blacks, Latinos, and Native Indians. You understand? And they say that. Now, I want to play a little video right quick. Play a little video from one of my favorite athletes of all time, Mr. Muhammad Ali. You understand? Um. Play a little quote from my favorite athlete, Muhammad Ali. You understand? Um, come on, man. Where he at? Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Hold on. I think this is it. Now, another thing, Hold on, give me, give me a second. This is, this is Muhammad Ali in an interview, and he was asked about good white people. You understand? Muhammad Ali. Y'all be with me. Go with Ari. I had lived a little bit, man. Talk to the people, man. So uh, just some right. dead air and shit. You about to get the you about to get the uh this quote from uh, Muhammad Ali. Somehow I was gonna tie in the Mac Miller, somehow. <laughs> and, uh, it's going to tie. Somehow it's going to tie. It's going to tie into magnificently. I'm about to see right now. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. It's the one about this. Ain't the one about the sneakers. This is. This oh, is okay. it. This is it. You understand? I want to play this as a precursor to everything that we about to talk about concerning the death of Mac Miller and good white people. But there's so few. If 10,000 bottle slaves was coming down that aisle now, and I had a door here, I would shut. And in that 10,000, 1,000 men, right? 1,000 bottle slaves didn't want to fight me. I knew they would. Should I let all these bottle slaves come down, hoping that 1,000 get together and form a shield? I should have just the door and say, say. Here's what Muhammad Ali said in the 60s about the differentiation between good white people and bad white people. Muhammad Ali said, imagine down this aisle here, there's 10,000 poisonous rattlesnakes. Out of this 10,000 poison rattlesnakes, 10,000 poisonous rattlesnakes, a thousand of these poisonous rattlesnakes is not gonna bite me. They mean me good. But the rest of this 10,000 rattlesnakes is trying to bite me. Should I let all the rattlesnakes get around me 
and hope that the thousand good ones form a shield and protect me? Or should I just block myself off from all the 10,000 rattlesnakes? And to me, that is such a profound statement about, white people. about the relationship between black people and their oppressor. You understand? We are in the midst of our oppressor. We are a man standing in the aisle, and our oppressor is 10,000 rattlesnakes. Now, among them 10,000 poisonous rattlesnakes that will bite us and we will die, maybe they are some good ones. Maybe they are some rattlesnakes that won't bite us. Maybe they are some who we can get along with or who we don't have to be afraid of. But should we expose ourselves to 10,000 rattlesnakes because there's a 1,000 good ones that won't bite us? Or should we say to ourselves, the threat of being bitten by these poisonous snakes is far too much for me to risk letting even one of them get near me? This was in the 60s, man. In 2018, Shahel, Muhammad Ali might have learned that from the ISUPK. Because since 1969, we have been trying to build a wall to separate us. From our oppressors. We have been trying to build a wall to separate us from those who would mean to do us harm, from the 10,000 poisonous rattlesnakes. And for those of you out there who say that we are wrong for separating, God damn, it's a lot. For those of you who say that we are wrong for separating ourselves from those rattlesnakes, you should be ashamed of yourself. But should we expose you should realize the error of your ways and you should see that you are wrong in everything that you have said and done to tell us or to convince us that everything will be okay if we just give these rattlesnakes a chance. Having said that, me and my brothers had a toast, had a drink, partied up and did it big because a good rattlesnake showed himself to be true and good this past weekend, and a rapper from Pittsburgh by the name of Mac Miller died of a drug overdose. Now, I don't know Mac Miller. I ain't never he heard of Mac. Yeah, he's from Pittsburgh with um, Wiz Khalifa. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't even know one Mac Miller song, bro. This song. Never heard him rap. Never heard him talk about anything. Are we still live? Or? To figure out. What is that? What is going on there? Okay, I doubt we live now. Change that down. It's still talking about snakes. So. Yeah, it's just it's done. It's just playing what happened. It's gonna keep doing that for a couple you minutes. You talking about snakes for that long? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying it, it ain't playing. Uh-huh. It cut off when it cut off, but it's still playing. Put part two on there, something. Good job, fantastic. Well, everybody uh, on YouTube, we just I went down on Facebook and trying to get the Facebook back, so everybody on Facebook don't completely miss what I was saying. How they gonna know the difference between this one and the last one? For sure. You understand? But um, yeah, Mac Miller died of a drug overdose. Like I said, I don't know Mac Miller. Ain't never heard no Mac Miller songs. I don't I know if he rap good or rap he, bad. I remember when he first came out. First came out, he had like two songs. That, what that two views. songs did Mac Miller have? I don't remember. Anybody so I listened to him recently. I forget. I don't know the name of him. Okay. Not, he had like one song on radio one time that was kind of alright. Okay. Yeah. What did Mac Miller rap about? What was his? Real quick, for everybody coming back. Hold on, everybody coming back online on Facebook. Can I do it, Ariel? Do what? Can I do it? I'm talking. Should about I say it? I guess say it. 
They don't want this show to go live on <laughs> They is attacking us because we exposing the truth. Truth. You know you're telling 